This is a tripod broadcast. Trust the science. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> check, check. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. I'm Addison. Joining me is my co-host, Matt, who is a Holocaust denier. Matt, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured get all the idiots out just in the first five minutes. Just... Number one, it didn't happen. <laughs> Number two, they deserved it. It's true. I, I plop between those as well. I, I never know which one to... Oh, I should have done this before we got on the air. You should have opened that. That's why I did. I finished. was trying to open it before you hit the record button. Just rip it. I have scissors over here right next to me, but I'm not handing them to you. That's what it sounds like when I take my underwear off at night. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I put a condom on. think that's all of them. Check, check. Why do I sound like shit? Check, check, <laughs> check. Been dead alone with the board again. Oh, you got us a nice little joint there. Yeah, not bad. What is, oh, hand rolled too. Look at you. You're a pro. I could never do it. My son wanted me to remind you, by the way, uh, not to say bad words <clears throat> because he really wants to listen to the show. Okay. Well, Lucas, when you grow up, you'll understand that all censorship is a form of oppression, so. <laughs> You're right, though. Your hand-rolled joints look like the joints that um, Danny DeVito always pulls out on uh, Always Sunny when he says, I'm about to roast this bone. <laughs> I don't know how much time I got left. I'm going to get weird with it before I go. You want to roast this bone with me? <laughs> Great I think, character. I think you and me ought to bang. <laughs> um, Great I, show. I actually uh, just started watching the new season. Look at you. Watched the first four episodes of the new season. It's... is it, Are they woke now, too? No, it's just 100% nostalgia that's keeping me, that's keeping me coming back. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, with... With as much success as like, do they really? Do those actors really need to keep coming back? No, for that, for those characters, you know. No, definitely not. So, I don't know why they 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 keep making the show. It 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 wasn't bad. There yeah, were parts that were funny. Yeah, you know, it's just that the characters are just <clears throat> one of the episodes. The the plot of the episode. Features a monkey as <laughs> a CGI monkey. Okay, okay. As one of the main characters. Really? Yeah. Well, not as a main character, but as the... That is the trope of the episode. Right. You know. Typical, hey, we have this thing. We think it's a great idea. Right. And at the end of the, end of the episode, it's a terrible idea. This one was a CGI monkey. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? 
Uh, speaking of nostalgia, though, I listened to some uh, ten-minute podcast. Oh, today while I was working, <coughs> great stuff. It is odd to listen to <laughs> outed sexual predators discuss their, uh, you know, the way they the way they talk to women. <laughs> yeah, before you know, because you look back and you're like, oh, that's. Because then, you know, now it's like, well, I know what Chris D'Elia meant when he said that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he did, like, horrible shit, man. Like, he would just, like, get on Instagram and text people, like, from his verified, just blue checkmark account, you know. Yeah. I'm Chris D'Elia. I'm, you know, I'm playing the club in your town, like, next week. Like, let's fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah. And then just, like, guilt, like, young, really young women into it. And then if you look at his uh, episode he did with... um. What's the one show that was on Comedy Central? Started about ten years ago, and it was like the three dudes and their roommates, and they work in an office. Oh, uh, um, um, workaholics. Yeah, workaholics. funny show. Funny show. Good show. But the episode where he's on there, and he basically plays a guy who, like, uh, you know, he's this player type who who women are super into, and they're like, "Oh man, teach us your ways." By the end of the episode, he finds out like he just wants to, like, he's he's a a homosexual pedophile. Like it's, just, <laughs> it's just little boys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what, what he's into. Yeah. It's probably not a good episode for us to listen to. <laughs> you gotten into. Well, we've been keeping it. Now, well, you said little boys. I don't know. But I can't edit it down to a seven-year-old level. You know what? Tell you what. Let's do, let's start doing two episodes. Okay. We'll do one for the feed and then one for the. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. So I did something today. God, why? Um, I uh, is that just pipe tobacco in there? It's no, it's cigarette tobacco. Oh God, that's why it felt harsh. <laughs> really, Matt? You Sorry. Didn't, when you said tobacco, you didn't mean it was going to be big tobacco. <sighs> so our Christmas party is coming up this Sunday for work. Hmm. What are you going somewhere, or what's the? Uh... Well, we're go- all, we're just gonna meet at the bowling alley. We got like four lanes reserved. Buy some pictures, some pizzas, bowl, do a gift exchange. Aww. But I bought today online, <laughs> and it's supposed to come on Friday. Well, good luck. I mean, it's I don't know if you know this, but it's it's like the second week in December, so. Yeah, yeah things, I know. Will, things will say Friday, and then Friday it'll say Saturday, and then Saturday it'll say. <laughs> out for delivery and then you'll never see it it's don't, how it works don't burst my bubble <laughs> true what'd you buy I bought a full on Santa costume really 70 bucks no shit mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna wear it for the whole thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow I'm gonna show up late dressed as Santa <laughs> I'm gonna be already stoned it reminds me of what uh, and a couple- Roger Sterling or, uh, and a couple uh, couple shots deep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to be filthy, foul Santa. Be like, Bad Santa. Hey, Santa. Um, be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Check. Bad Santa, you say? No. Grumpy Santa. Grumpy Santa. No, one of the characters in Mad Men says, uh, he's talking about, they're talking about doing the Santa and being in the suit and everything. And he's like, he's like, in my experience, when they hand you the suit, there's usually a bottle in the pocket. <laughs> If only, right? It'd be great if it showed up with a bottle, right? I might. Mm-hmm. 
I might. The bowling alley might not like me bringing in outside booze in my flask, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Um. Well, and also, I don't know if you uh, have any interest or not, but... Should we talk about it? We talked about it last week, but... I was watching this latest episode and thinking to myself... "It Succession spoilers, everybody. This... The intro to Succession... <coughs> yeah. I still love it. It's a banger. I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's it's like Mad... If you look, look Mad Men mm. had a fantastic intro. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, but... Uh, Succession intro, and this is what all great intros need to do. It shouldn't just be signs and symbols and things reminiscing of the story. It needs to tell a story in and of itself. Yeah. And really, what the intro does is it tells you the story. Yeah. Before it tells you the story of when they were children. Yep. Yep. Right. Part for the course. And and in the last like maybe ten seconds of the of the intro. <coughs> They're showing scenes from ATN and from, like, downtown New York. And it ends... One of the last shots you see is One World Trade Center. Oh, yeah. Is that... Yeah. That, looking is, up? Yes. Yeah. Looking up. Which is the building that they're supposed to be doing business from. Oh, is that it? Yes. Nice. It's One I World Trade Center. That. Yeah. Nice. That... Which... So... So, looking back at the characters and looking back, like... That is kind of, like, the perfect symbol for what that show is. Hmm. How do you figure? Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. It's just what's your logic? So 9/11 being a trauma-based mind control ritual. Oh yeah. Four minutes in. Yeah, that, baby. That that using trauma mm. to instill certain reactions, actions in people, mm-hmm. and then using that trauma against them, mm-hmm. or program an entire culture, for example. Yes. Yeah. Or programming your children, or an entire pay- generation, programming your children. Yeah, to behave in a certain way Ooh. based upon traumas that you visited on them while they were children. Interesting. And the whole intro before that, before you see One World Trade Center, you see each of the children doing something, and Dad's there, but he's in the background. He is not engaged at all. No, not with the kids. No, not with the kids at all. He is just in the background. You don't even see his face. You just see him really yeah. moving around, mm-hmm. kind of. The shot where they're all there. Yeah. At the very end, all four lined up, and he's just walking away yeah. from them, and then they're looking at him. It re- And then you see that, that building, like the building they're do- doing from was the, this this thing that they built in the ashes of this trauma. Right? Ah. The trauma of 9-11. Yeah. They built this thing in the ashes of the trauma. Yeah. And, and if... Uh, so we tie this into the ending of this week's episode. Mm, yeah. Were you surprised? Fuck no. Yeah, I figured I was a little bit, but I really figured like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, he's gonna pull something out. He's just gonna do it. And he always does. And like that, I I, I think it was this episode where he's like, I fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I was like. Yeah. It was the yeah. end of this episode. I mean, unfortunately, because like, that's all that mattered to him. Yeah, I think like, so. The, yeah. the kids, what they wanted, what they needed, doesn't matter. What what matters to him is he wins. Yeah. So if he has to lose, he's still going to do it on his terms if it means beating. And he's still going to win because he's beating his children. Yeah. He doesn't get to beat the guy taking him over. Right. 
but he still gets to win because he's winning this battle against his children trying to keep him from doing what he's doing. So he may not defeat the the guy trying to swallow him up. Yeah. But he's going to defeat the people that are actively attacking him. Yeah, no matter yeah. what. So yeah, that's that's really what that was I win scene was about. Now, let me present you it, something. It's, it's all about ahead. it's about what whether he's going to win or lose. On his terms and in some ways in his own mind because like you yes, said no. that is the game. Well that that's to him. entirely he he lost. He's yeah. going to lose he well he's losing ATN. Yeah. He may find a way to finagle it. Right. You know, and then we start next season because we only have one more episode. Start next season with, you know, a new thing for Logan Roy to, you know, new whatever. There's another episode in this season? Yeah, there's one more. Gotcha. Good. More. Now, let me ask you this. Or or is there an answer? Or do you think it's going to be a plot point? Because the immediate plot point that I was thinking of was, who told him? And I think I've already got somebody thumbed. I think Tom called him. After his wife called him, he called the big man and was like, yo, because he's a suck up and all he wants is to win for himself. And he realizes with the whole pregnancy conversation and all this that Shiv's battle is that anyways. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a way that he can strike back at her while still. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's so we've gone gone too far. Who knows? We've gone too far. Oh, Uh, frame by frame. Firstly, personally, I no. (laughs) personally, I think it's Connor. If anybody ratted them out, ah, uh, that's another Connor. good one. Yeah, Just I can given see that. the the scene of I'm the eldest. Yeah, yeah, which is totally because he wasn't headed over there to them. Oh, totally a valid point. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with after his outburst, that's a good point. And and then his whole their whole thing when he gets into the car with his horror. Well, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I like that. I don't know if I'm going to switch it. Because I still like my my stone theory that it's Tom, but <laughs> that does keep but, the drama going of of Tom and Shiv. It does, and yeah, yeah. However, the the main crux that you have to examine of this episode was the the breakdown of of Kendall. I when think they're outside so. the vi- yeah. villa, and uh, he got real with his siblings there for yeah. a minute, which is. I don't think it's ever happened. Like it's very. It hasn't. It's it's it's. We've seen glimpses of it, but it yeah. hasn't like happened for real. Not like this though, where these people are just being one hundred percent honest with each other. Yeah, or he was at the very least. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's at the very end, man. Like he, I mean, he. I really felt bad for him during that scene. Yeah, but honestly, though, this episode could have just been one hour. Of them playing Monopoly. <laughs> you still would have watched it. With just banter. Banter yeah. between them. And that's it. Yeah. And I'd have been fine. It was solid. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. Like, oh, these people play Monopoly. <laughs> like, here, okay, here's a meta thing, you know. Right. Like, then, you know. Yeah, exactly. It was very, yeah, it was picturesque of their role. Yeah. Somewhat. And they're all role. stealing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only one who isn't stealing and is taken aback by somebody stealing is the whore. Right. Right. The only, probably uh, a Connor wasn't stealing because he doesn't know enough to steal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he was also preoccupied with his rant. Yeah. No. Well, that was before the rant. Yeah, true. Because yeah. the Monopoly thing was the opening scene. Yeah, and that's when he stormed out. I know, because I restarted that episode like four times. Really? 
How baked were you? Well, so I got off work at like two o'clock on Sunday. I forgot all about it till you and uh, Dana said something to me about it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's nice." I always forget. I've been forgetting because my weekends get real busy for some reason. Like those are like my busy days, just with stuff with the different sites, and then that's when Hango usually sends me an episode, so I spend time doing that. And it's so I get busy, and and lately I haven't said. Uh, I've forgotten all about it until he texts me and is like, bro, you seen that episode yet? Yeah. Um, uh, so, but, you but Sunday, I got off work at two, got home, got cleaned up, took care of a couple things, and uh, cracked open a Budweiser <laughs> seltzer mango. Oh my God, not again! With the, with the beer seltzers, man. Uh, cut me out a couple lines of the Delta 8 Nano. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you about that. Do you still have some of that? Nope. <laughs> well, I was thinking about getting you some more and seeing what we could come up with. We sh- we totally should. We totally should. You shouldn't foot the bill for it because you you did last time. I did and most for of what, everything. I got you. Most of what way. I did was rubbing in my gums. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> my God. Dude, it, oh, it's strong stuff. It is. And, it's very and, strong. And you, the li- water soluble. Lick your finger, push uh-huh. it in, rub it on your gum. Yeah, like it's not doesn't have the same effect of, as now, cocaine. Mom, just so you know, but it <laughs> it passes the blood brain brain barrier very much quickly, in, much in the same way. Yeah, no, it's it's water soluble. So it it like there's a video of that exact product that Delta Eight Nano powder that I got you. Where they dump like a teaspoon of it or whatever into water and just mm-hmm. stir it, and it's like it's like eight seconds and it's gone. Yeah, no, I I totally I, gone. I've, I've, not, I've not snorted it, and I didn't rub <laughs> it in my gums. But but take like a half a teaspoon and like put that in some alcohol and mix that around, and then add your mixer and some ice he's, and now, drink that again. Mom, let me explain. He what he's saying is must you? But that apparently that's what the shots are for. On the website yeah, yeah. that I have, um, yeah, drop them in drinks. Well, and I actually like so I listed some Delta Eight seltzers. I don't know if you saw or you get the emails or whatever. Um, I do sometimes. I open them. Most times I don't. Yeah, that's fine. Well, check your spam, and if there's anything from any of my businesses in spam, the CBD one for some reason, uh, it's, we're having deliverability issues. I need everybody to any, anybody who listens who gets the emails, you need to mark them important and move them to the inbox and star them and everything. And matter of fact, shoot me a reply. Next time you get one of my replies, just shoot me a reply. I don't even care if it says dicks. It doesn't matter. It'll help my deliverability. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just going to send you the most racist racist meme I saved. Um, no, but so I got off. It's only at, like two, I, two I got, pictures deep in your camera roll. <laughs> got off at, at like two o'clock. Uh, made myself my first run of the night at like four. Mm. Which, you know, Sundays I, I go a little harder than normal. Um. And then Monday being your off day, yeah. So it was by like nine o'clock mm-hmm. when the torrent finally downloaded. Well, about eight thirty when the torrent finally downloaded for Succession. Yeah, I was uh, I was already there. <laughs> so so I, I I watched it, but I was too high, and then I started thinking about like the first ten minutes, and then I rewatched that first ten minutes, <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm really hungry. So I went up and made myself a bowl of bachelor chow, and then I rewatched it the first ten minutes again while I ate that, and then I was like, oh, "I'm going to bed." 
And then I watched it on Monday when I was actually sober. So, wow. So no wonder that when you and Dana went back and forth about it. And by the way, the reason that I didn't reply immediately, Mm -hmm. I didn't reply till like an hour and a half later. I think I might be done with that. Okay. I don't know. Um, The reason I didn't reply is because in a fit of nostalgia, I was on my computer and I was just doing stuff like all day that day. And, or that evening, and I wanted to relax and I've mentioned this on the show before, but I've tried to put in a, a, um, kind of a rule for myself that I won't relax with a screen, right? I'll watch things with intent if I want to get something out of them or there's something I want to see or, you know, like succession or whatever, but I won't, I won't, like I used to just, I'll be working and then it's like, okay, now let me relax and just do something on a screen right then. And, I, and I've tried to make a rule for myself not to do that. But Sunday night, I broke that rule. And in a fit of nostalgia, uh, I pulled up Age of Empires, <clears throat> Age of Empires 2, the Conquerors uh, expansion. And uh, damn, it was just a blast. It was just a blast. I created troops. I had farms. I had villagers. And uh, I won because I know what I'm doing. So it was just, it was fun. It was fun. Don't let me, don't let me interrupt you. No, I'm just. I was looking back at the conversation with Dana. Was that the last episode of the season? Well, he said finale. You said there's one more. I when when he said that, Google the only says, thing that I thought was there's way. It's way too early. Google says finale review. That may have been the finale, man. Wow, I'm gonna go to. I know short ass series. Just nine nine, nine episodes apparently. Are they doing like a mid season break, or is that how long the last no one's no? They've been ten episodes. All the epi- all this, all the um, mm-hmm. seasons. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh man, yeah, only nine episodes. That was the finale, huh? Ten, the last two seasons, and well, why'd they jip us? Because they're fucking Jews, man. No, well, don't come on now. We got it. We also got to watch it because I told you I'm trying to get syndicated on on the No Agenda stream. So we, if we can just, you know. Maybe subtly deny the Holocaust instead of, you know. Tom is revealed to have tipped off Logan about the children's revolt. That's what Wikipedia says about the That's the last line of the episode synopsis for this past episode. How is that revealed? I don't remember. Then am I an idiot for saying I think it's him? How was it revealed? I don't think it was revealed. I don't remember. And oh, but you drink. So that doesn't... But... <laughs> Still, I don't remember. You. you were you, I don't, you fucking high when you watched it, were you not? Well, don't yeah, be judgmental. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, my, you can judge my alcoholism. I don't remember. Well, one's a poison, the other's a medicine. But uh, the, Yeah, medicine. When yeah. I have a prescription. Please don't. I'm a patient. Okay, well. <laughs> when I go to the dispensary, Matt, they ask me for my patient card. Take your medicine when I'm at, a- at certain times of the day, not just when like, <laughs> oh, I want to I make this Kanye track pop. No, that's what my exact prescription says. It says whenever you want to make Kanye tracks pop. Okay, that's right. what it says. That's sure. what my doctor. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. Who? Now, Matt, trust the science. When? Why would I question the good people of the medical industry? Yeah, I have no reason to do that. Smoke whenever I've, I've I want to be surprised <laughs> by an episode of Mad Men I've memorized. Okay, first of all, I've only been through the series three times. Total, the, the third one is the one I'm on now, mm-hmm. right? 
So I think it's impossible that I could have memorized any episodes. And also, I'll tell you this, on this third time through, I'm, I'm cutting myself little breaks because... <laughs> to watch good TV? No. Don't be disrespectful. No, I've fallen asleep during a couple episodes. <laughs> like, I'll fall asleep. But you then will. the next day, I will, I will have, I'll like, you know, or the next night when I'm going to watch another one or whatever, like, I'll be like, oh, I should really, like, watch that. And I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm cheating. I'm cheating on, on. Oh, all so you like watching, like not watching like the last 15 minutes of every episode? Not every episode, but mm-hmm. there, there have been a handful through this third watch through. Yes. Hmm. That I've, yeah. You know, it's, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's a side effect of my medicine. Sure. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> no, actually speaking of, speaking of weed, uh, I saw a headline today that... Did, did we need to bring it up tangentially? Did we need to have a segue? <laughs> Should we have a segue into drugs on this program? Do That's we need true. It it's not point? necessary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, no, I saw a headline that Missouri was... I'm sorry, Vicky. There's I'm sorry. a bill. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. I am. I'm not. There's a bill to legalize it in Missouri. And, yeah, yeah. and I was just talking about it over lunch with my wife, and I'm like... I'm like, I just really hope it happens by April, I think it's 20th or to like 25th because that's when my card expires. And I, you know, and I was like, I'll be honest, I would just like to avoid having to pay them the 20 bucks to renew it or yeah. 25, whatever it is, and just be able to walk into a dispensary. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. That wouldn't be nice. Yeah. Then you could, you could buy legal weed, Matt. Look at you. I mean, you won't, but you could. <laughs> Still be cheaper to buy it on the street. I don't know. I don't know. It's our, our price uh, with flour. Our price is pretty good. Our price is pretty good. Yeah. Everything else is... How much do you pay in Illinois for legal? Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But here, you wouldn't be paying that. It would be it'd be a lot closer to what you're paying. I don't so how much do you pay for an eighth? Higher quality. You can get them for 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, and there's, there's local sales tax, which obviously, you know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're just looking at the price, like our flower price is pretty... Mm. Yeah. Flower prices are good. Now, don't think about buying a cart. Yeah, <laughs> those are like you know sixty five dollars for point three grams. Like it's just outrageous. When they legalize, but that'll help. That if that happens, those we are going up. to get together. Mm. Okay, and, and smoke weed. You, you and me, and another person are going to put together a business model for a boutique edible shop. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that last episode. I'm, that would be amazing. That would truly be amazing. And a little two-man operation. Mm-hmm. You you're in charge of. I wonder if we could get products. I wonder if we could get funding easier if we if we sort of <laughs> some legal person out there and be listening to this and be like, what the fuck? But if we sort of emphasize the fact that there'd be CBD, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could you could maybe get funding easier by saying we're trying to open up a CBD shop. But it's actually... <laughs> Maybe, but CBD is already legal. Right. Right. So you'd have to open up a CD, CBD shop right now. Right. And put your name out there and lose money, be in the red for until they legalize. Mm, maybe make your name. I don't think you'd be in the red with the CBD if you if you brought in all the Delta Eight and Delta Ten and all this other shit. Yeah, but you're I trying to make your you're trying to make your nut on the CBD. Right. You're trying to make your name on the CBD and like, hey, we're medicine. Right. You know. Right. So you want the focus mm-hmm. to be a good time? No, I think I think you want the focus to be on where medicine. 
Mm. You know, and then so you would do that now, and then whenever you become legal, you then incorporate. Oh, now we're any medicine combination you need, right? Anyway, anyway, if only. If I think only. it's hard to get a license. I think it's real hard to get a license. I'm, I'm sure it would be, but if you if even you, once it's legal, if you if you're not a dispensary, right. And see, unquote, it'll, it'll depend on what a, the letter of the bill is too, because yeah. a lot of places don't allow you to consume. Like it's very, it's all just very tacky. If you're, if, well, if you're a secondary, like not, you know, wouldn't let people consume. But if you're, you're, you're not a dispensary, right? But you're a manufacturer, right? You know, yeah. What, 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 what would that? Well, mean? that that would be a different because that would be your cultivator. But see, I wonder though if you could. But so you're not cultivating. I mean, you're not cultivating. You are um, um, creating, formulating, basically. Yeah, yeah. You're. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, enough about drugs. The world is crazy. <laughs> it is. You have an example? It's or just entirely insane. It's bullshit, man. Let me. Can I throw something at you about this Maxwell trial? Are you? You got something, and then I can do that. No, Whatever. it's just. There's a certain person at work tonight and uh, just interacting with them. And it just, there's an incredible sadness mm. that is in everyone right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know it's coming. I think so. Do you see that New York Times article? We're headed for a second civil war. That was the title of the New York Times article. Yeah. Like, that's why, man. But I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like the civil war or the fact that oh I just mean in general they're controlling this this darkness yes that, that is yeah and I, I think I, with as obvious as the whole vaccine thing has become mm-hmm. painfully that very quickly too yes that no your vaccine's not can't it's not going to protect you and it's probably hurting you and it's probably hurting you yeah and you're going to have to get more of them yep and. If you want to still, you know, if you live in a big city like New York mm-hmm. and you, you know, you, you want to be, you want to have the New York lifestyle, right? Yeah. Then you need to get the booster. I call it the pleasures of the world. But, but yeah. you've, yeah, but you've already, you, you can't say it to your friends, right? Yeah. You can't say, I, I think this is bullshit. Like right. I shouldn't have got it in the first place. Because you're in the deluded club. Yes. And yeah. so now you, you've fully committed so now you have to be fully into that little the cult of the vaccine mm-hmm. because you've accepted the vaccine into your life, <laughs> and and now you are you know you you're already vaxxed, mm. but the next uh, loophole that they create to make you unvaxxed, you you realize you're done. yeah I I have to jump through it. Because you won't even get the stuff that you thought you were getting by getting the damn thing in the first place. Well, because I've got because the, everybody's like, oh, so I can go to the gym, so I can yeah. fill in the blank. I've I've already gotten the vax, oh. so the only thing for me to do is then double down yep. on the losing hand that yeah. I know that's probably going to be a losing hand. Yeah, and you have that group of people, and you have the group of people who um, are the doom and gloom. You know, it's the mark of the beast. Mm. The you pure know. bloods, as I call them. No, not the people who have decided not to get the vaccine. The people being created, the the cutards of the vaccine. 
Mm. And people hey, think maybe, that's what I am. Hey, maybe maybe the vaccine is uh, <clears throat> is the mark of the beast. Yeah, maybe, but it's still a stretch. And to to say no, the vaccine is the mark of the beast, and Fauci is the antichrist, <laughs> and you know the Pope is you know it's it's literal end times. Here are the signs. Yeah, you no, know, look at the thing that the UN did. Which did, have you seen the winged lion that the UN put out? <laughs> yeah, the rainbow colored winged lion. Yeah, with the like beast, the dragon yeah. feet and shit. Like, look, oh, they they made an idol of the beast. Oh, it's the UN. Oh, it's one world government. Yeah, any, any day now. Uh, we'll, we'll, the Antichrist will be revealed. Hmm. Like, oh, okay, pump the brakes on that. Like, that's crazy too. Yeah. Like, is it? No, but just like, you know, Jesus says in, you know, the end times, people will say, well, Messiah is here and Messiah is there. Mm-hmm. Here he is, there he is. The same will be said, I think, with, with the Antichrist. Mm. Right? Because I'm sure you had people in 1945. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Hitler. Who and said this. that Hitler was the Antichrist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why I don't subscribe to it being a person. And George H.W. Bush was supposed to be the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Barack yeah. Obama was supposed to be the Antichrist. I think W, too. Some folks. Yeah. 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 All, every, yeah. Every single time. Some people thought it was Nero. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just as retarded. And probably the most valid. <laughs> if, if oh, Matt, at, no, uh, come on, not uh, you two. No, not me too. Please, not you two. I can't, oh God, I can't deal with another one. We should these. play some U2. It's a good band. <laughs> I like one of their songs. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, but my my main point was. I could just sense a deep sense of sadness yeah. in this person. Like they were giving up mm. or they wanted to, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know what to say because I don't know them that well. But I decided I didn't say anything to them. But just, just like I think that's a barometer for where most people well, for where a lot of people are right now, mm-hmm. is caught between the division of the vaccine, the division of... And the problem is people could still see through so much. Yeah. Well, no, I think, everybody's, I think everyone's seeing... 90% of people are seeing through through it. Well, what, I think... What, when the, no matter when, what side of the What I mean by on. that is I think that when the orange guy was in, it was a lot easier to just say, you know, be, because of the way he's painted so bad, it's a lot easier to convince yourself of, of half-truths and and the full on false reality, but now that it's like oh wait, like my gas prices are going all over the place. Like what the hell's going on? Like mm-hmm. people, I I think it's tougher to see through, and and people are still or or it's easier to see through. Pe- people have started to realize more and more that despite their political leanings, they're like oh wait, this this wasn't better. I was fucking lied to. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And that's that's what I, I, I think is kind of happening for a lot of people. And for a lot, I think that they don't really because because then you come to the intellectual position of, OK, well, then I have to either admit that the federal government is is not for the people at all, which is a tough pill to swallow for Joe voter. It just is. Yeah. It just is because they think that their party is you know doing something. It whatever. should be obvious. It, but... it should be obvious. Agreed. But it's it's tough to swallow for Joe voter. And so you either have to realize that and then sort of grapple with that on your own. 
which is like, wait a second, the whole system is really against me kind of thing, basically, or the people. Or, or you have to kind of, yeah, I think it's rare, but but break way out of the matrix and be like, wait a second, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing any of this. Why did we do any of this? Who cares who said it? You know, who cares what the difference between Trump and Biden is? It's the same. It's the same. But. I, I, I don't think that there is hopelessness, but there's there's a fair amount of despair. Yeah. And, and just people who don't know what to do because they've been so confused by the Hegelian dialectic for mm. so long mm -hmm. and to be faced with that okay both sides are wrong both sides are evil both sides are after me yeah um <laughs> also that you know whether you've chosen to be completely against the vaccine mm -hmm. you know the mark of the beast group right or completely for the vaccine you know i want to write a children's book about dr fauci <laughs> type thing <laughs> Equally as fucking retarded. Yes. <laughs> but like you might as well go but, read John McAfee's Telegram if you want to write a book about Fauci. But diluted. Yeah. Yeah. And you have this, this, this majority in the middle who are so tired of it. Mm -hmm. And kind of wish just one way or the other no matter where the pendulum swings, it would just swing and stay there. Just Let's just stop. Yeah. <coughs> well, yeah, because like, this is the first time we've had a four-year president in a while, too. Yeah. Like, let's just either, let's have a civil war. Yeah. Or let the... A divorce or, or whatever. Or let, let the fascists, the fascist Democrats win. Just have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then there are people who are like, you know, rah-rah China. Mm -hmm. They want to watch the Republic burn, and they're like, yeah, China, fuck it. Like, yeah, there, there's an LGBT post <laughs> by, you know, the, the National Library of China, and instantly it's taken down by the CCP. Yeah. And, you know, ever, everyone at the, the person who tweeted it goes to, goes to jail. Goes to prison, yeah. Disappears forever. <laughs> His memory hold. You know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What do you think's next, though? Because, you know, Adam and John were talking about this a little bit as well. And and Adam was kind of saying, you know, his theory is that April 2022, is, it's like looking like kind of an end date for a lot of things. Or, or you know, really going to wind down after they push this jab over the winter. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. But it, my my thing is, how do the other countries go back? Like, like does does in Australia and in Israel and in New Zealand, you know, these 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 horribly draconian places where you can't take a shit in public without a QR code kind of places. Well, you shouldn't be taking a shit in public. Anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> in, a, in a public restaurant. What's up? <laughs> it's good advice. GTSA changing lives. No, but you know what I mean. Like, how, how does in Australia go back right now? Yeah, because. Now you don't you don't go back <laughs> exactly it, you can't there, there's no instance like the Nazi party's in control apart from violence someone like liberates them yeah. or there's a revolution or <laughs> well being liberated by somebody I mean, else usually is, just means that somebody else takes control yeah the, with the same parameter yeah. parameters yeah. in place you know what 
semantics. Let's not get into it. Yeah. The issue is, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do they go back? I, they can't. Yeah. And so that's what makes me think, you know, <laughs> civil war, civil war. Like, I think by 2030 we're gonna have we're gonna have major global conflict again. I really do. Probably. I mean, if you look yeah. if you look at World War Two, you had it fought on two fronts: the European front and the uh-huh. Pacific, Pacific front. Yeah. And uh, the two hot spots in the world right now are uh, Crimea and Taiwan. Yeah. So you have a a a very you know Eastern European front, and then you have a Pacific front. You know. Yeah. <laughs> For World War Three. Yeah, and I don't know how I don't know how that shakes down, but um, well, me and Chris have been talking a lot, and uh, we've we've got it figured out. Oh, okay. It's the Nazis. It's the Nazis. It's the most reasonable explanation for everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's the Nazis. They never surrendered in World War II. This is a fact. You can look it up. They never surrendered during World War II. They basically pieced out to Antarctica and um, Argentina. And Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, rebuilt it up. Funneled a bunch of money and influence into things like NASA, you know, through Operation Paperclip and all, all these sorts of things. Um, and, and the money, the money, the money, the money, Matthew. Like if you read, I read Joseph Farrell's Nazi International. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Basically everything is Nazi money. Just so you know. But anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, most likely they're probably either the base is in Antarctica or, or on the moon. Either, either one's a distinct possibility. And they also, you know, they, they had, they had zero, zero gravity machines. hundred percent. The Nazi bell. Yeah, was real. I, I I believe that, and uh, yeah, they're probably responsible for the UFOs that we see as well. UFOs, quote unquote. Uh, I think the ones that that um, I think some can be explained and are are legitimate Nazi tech that's in the skies, and and some of them can't be, and and you know those are simply demons, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It makes as much sense as anything. At this point, I mean, it didn't come from fucking Batu. Like, let's be serious here. Yeah, you know? I just had a thought. Mm. Give that some thought. Uh, uh, it would be interesting to look back on major technological advances of humanity and how that correlates to what was going on spiritually at the time, mm. and who players are. If you look at the golden age of sailing, right at uh, the conquest of the world mm-hmm. and the uh, 1500s and on, 1500 and on, um, you see a, a key figure in the colonization of the world, right? Making a, a one world, uh, every every country in the world connected to a grid of some sort. Everybody's trading. Which was international trade. Yeah. And that was started by, you know, you have the European powers, you have Spain, Portugal, France, uh, England. The Dutch. But who wins at the end? It was Great Britain. It was England. Right. Who then controlled the, the trade of the world and how how connected every single country is. If you, I mean, you take it in today's term, they, they connected, they using trade, they connected every country to every other country. No matter how slow that connection was, it was still a connection. Yeah. That wasn't there before. Yeah. And if and there's it, something rare that we need in a country, we can always invade. It's no issue. Yeah. <laughs> and the only people that will know are the the survivors and the people we let know. Yeah. You know. 
if you if you take that and you uh, you extrapolate it and you really look at it, um, I think you can draw parallels to that in the internet today. Um, but if you look at, at the person who was really kind of responsible for hmm. the um, uh, England's supremacy on the seas and how they were able to uh, overtake the, really the only challenger to them at the time, which is the Spanish, uh, the central figure is John Dee. Yeah. And Edward Kelly. And at the center of that is summoning demons. <laughs> To do their little magical rituals. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then if you look at, sorry, Hango, but the Masonic influences of the founding of America. Yeah. You know, uh, there is a lot of... And the financial ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the the financial um, implications of what America was then able to do to the world using fiat currency, you know. Um, Alchemical money, by the way. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something out of nothing. So it'd be interesting to go back and like just look and do an in-depth look at like major technological informations when man took like a leap forward, mm-hmm. you know, to where the life of the gen- two generations, the next two generations were drastically altered from the 10 that came before them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Things like, you know. Well, see, I was Telegraph, listening- television. I was listening to, I think it was Chris Knowles or Gordon White, one, one of the two. Great, great guys, tremendous. But one of them was saying that the one that we've experienced with the internet, the the period of time where a, a technology changed us, it's never been this fast. Yeah, it's never quite been this fast and this drastic a change on, like you said, like those next ten generations. Like even and and I think I think that I mean like the next closest thing is like the television mm-hmm. and then the radio. So it's all electronic. Every every one of the ones that really really propelled the next ten generations forward in a way that people never thought possible, all of them are electronic. Mm-hmm. That's why I like that we record by oil lamp. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Professor Ted. You know, he had a lot of good things to say. Um, it's, it seems as though this was, this was always how it was supposed to go. I mean, truly, I I really get the sense that, that the technology has taken us to a certain point ideologically Yeah, that it was always supposed to go to. Um, I mean, even, even if you think about all the alphabet soup, you know, the alphabet people, um, and that's pushed in a way we never thought possible. I mean, I, I would I would almost argue in terms of the ideology, maybe not as graphic as ancient Rome in terms of a comparison or Babylon, but it's like the pervasiveness of it. I mean, there there are I don't know if you know this, Matt, but but like my wife, um, you know, will sometimes stream something on YouTube for the kids. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be in the app on her phone getting ready to pull it up. Well, she doesn't have YouTube premium. I do. I pay the uh, six bucks a month or whatever it is, uh, which gets rid of the gets rid of the ads on there and gives me YouTube music. But if from time to time, she'll be flipping through YouTube and, and an ad will pop up. And it's th- this one popped up the other day. She showed me this. She just turned her phone over. And it was just two black guys just making out. And that's what the ad was. 
Like, and, and, and we've kind of tuned that out in the sense of like, oh, it's advertising. It's not what I'm trying to watch, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, well, sure. And technology and I get it. And we look at things differently, whatever. But, but zoom out of the idea of technology and think about that kind of ideology being as pervasive as it is. And it's like, I don't think we really have shit on, uh, uh, Babylon or Rome or Sodom and Gomorrah. Like it's, we're not really that different. No. Everybody everybody wants to say, and they're like, oh, well, they were sacrificing baby. Yeah, we've done that to 100 million of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, zoom out of these things and stop thinking of it in terms of abortion and, and oh, the, you know, the, the gays, you know, they're, they're, if you don't want to see any gays, you don't have to, like, no, think about what's going on. Think about what's going on ideologically. And, and I think, yeah, I think we're right on par with all those guys. Babylon. Sodom and Gomorrah, the greats, the sin greats, if you will, <laughs> throughout history, and and I think I think we're seeing, I think we're seeing the the result of that, and I, I think if you think about technology and what I was saying about technology always supposed to go this way, it makes sense that technology would try and convince us that gender doesn't exist, yeah, because gender doesn't exist for technology, AI doesn't have gender, this this sentience doesn't have gender. So of course they're trying to convince us because they want to, it, it wants to fashion us in its image. It's only what makes sense. Yeah, I know. I know. It's actually, that's a good thought. I smoke weed, man. It's just, I, uh, what you said, like <laughs> the Babylon never fell. The empire never ended. Mm-hmm. It just, it just knows well enough. You got a facelift to skip town with the money before <laughs> yeah. the bill comes, comes before the barbarians are at the gate. When the grift is up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it skips town, and a couple hundred years, it pops up somewhere else. Yeah. Well, here's this actually ties in. This is a perfect segue. Um, I was going to do Watercast, but but uh, this ties into my thoughts on the Maxwell trial. Okay. Which I have not been following, and for a very deliberate reason, because everything that I've seen, nothing that I've seen of that trial, and I've seen all the headlines that have come out, you know, um, and, and in the alternative media. Nothing that I have seen has made me want to follow that trial at all. Yeah. Because I get the sense that we're just, it like the stories are just like on release, like on a timer. It's like the little automated thing you have for the Christmas lights that you set, you know, to go on at 9 p.m. type mm-hmm. thing. Like we're, we're just being fed this bullshit that literally doesn't exist. I really, I really truly do believe that yeah. because, and I was, I was theorizing this with Chris today in front of the show. And I said, I was like, look, man, because here's the deal. Somebody posted on, on, uh, on 4chan, uh, great website, Epstein's, uh, an archive, a way back machine archive of Epstein's personal website and his foundation website from way back, like 2010 and all this stuff. I don't know if you ran across the post. Uh, but I pulled them up and I, I have before I've seen that information over time, but I was like, Oh yeah, I haven't looked at these in a while. And I pulled them up and, and I mean the dude, <laughs> it's just like, actually I'll read it. So I don't even, I don't even fail it. I'm going to read it from, uh, the message I sent Chris. Yeah. Here, here's the subject of interest on his personal website that he created on his personal website that he was investing in, in 2010. And these, these, are, these are just some matters. Theoretical physics, cognitive neuroscience, quantum information science, computers, <laughs> it's sort of a downgrade, uh, astrobiology, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, language, language, 
molecular biology, theoretical mathematics, medical and health, economics and finance, scientific pioneers and geniuses. And it's like I told Chris, you know, after looking at that website, and like I said, I've seen that before. <laughs> but it's like, okay, zoom out of the world we're in now and COVID and what have you. Like, everything that is happening on on a global scale, the push for AI, right, sentience, all this kind of stuff, they talk about these giant hacks, neurobiology, you get things like Neuralink, the metaverse. Just Just think about the things that are, like, in the headlines, so to speak, mm-hmm. today. Like, this nigger funded every one of them. Yeah. 25, 30 years ago. 20, don't, 25, don't, 30 don't years ago. Don't think about funding with him. Oh, it's... It, well... Think about regulatory <laughs> capture with him. Because mm. we have see all these big names. Yeah. Regarding Epstein and Maxwell. Yeah. Asso- but, but Associates. But remember where Maxwell came from, right? Mm-hmm. Her father, mm-hmm. right? Who was Mossad? Mm-hmm. Who was intelligence? Israeli intelligence. Who yeah. whose his entire job was to um, uh, blackmail, yeah, and and control various influential people. And his daughter then picks up with somebody alleged to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, I think that the daughter was the one doing that thing. Yeah, and he was simply the face of it. Yep. So that she could burn out whenever she needed to. But think about all the people that that would be influential with that list you just read from his website. Right. How many of them, like how many of the world's leading neurosurgeons mm-hmm. were, inv- were advertised to Maxwell? Um, people on the edge of AI. like yeah, Silicon Valley, yeah. Silicon Valley people, yeah. right? And yeah. He was, he was, that was what his VC firms and what he were was about. doing with all the yeah. money yeah. was was. was was that and that's that's what i keep telling people that that keep asking me about the maxwell trial they're like oh you following the maxwell trial you following maxwell trial and i'm like honestly fucking no because i do feel like it's all packaged and it's like we're not going to get the answers to the questions that matter which is like those questions Mm -hmm. okay well why did all of these people work with him after his first conviction of soliciting a child for sex right yeah like it's it's like no Solicited sex from a child, got a cushy deal with it, and yet Bill Gates, Stephen Hawking, like all, all these huge people like from that list are working with him after knowing that. Why is that? Where did all that money go? What happened to the projects? Like how many times, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but instead it's like, oh, you know, oh, they, they, they said that they both raped me and they watched, like, oh, salacious. Just just print more Daily Mail garbage bullshit. I really do hate it. I really, every time I see a Maxwell thing, I'm like, no. And I scroll right past it because that's what I feel like we're, we're being, I feel like we've been programmed to focus on that because of the Me Too movement. Yeah. We had, we had what, five, six years now of Me Too officially, you know, starting with, like, Harvey Weinstein and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've been programmed to focus on, oh, how many times did he rape you? Tell us all about it in the expose, the tearful confession mm-hmm. of the ex-victim. And it's like, that really doesn't matter. What matters is the money, the neurotech, like that sort of thing. No, Addison, what matters is the victim gets to tell their story. Oh, God. That's and, what matters. And that's what matters. What, what the point you're trying to make is that that is what matters in the collective consciousness of the public yeah. is that, oh, can, can, can we all 
feel as though this victim story has been told and we all get to feel bad for them. Yeah. And justice be damned <laughs> as long as we all felt bad about yeah. this big story. Yeah. And we all felt, oh, oh, this that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, but like now, I said, what's the Me on Too movement? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, but the Me Too movement programmed us to to only focus on that when it's like, I mean, you want to know what I want from the Maxwell Tell? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, what's up with her dad? What's up with her Israeli intelligence? And I finally, the big bomb that I hit uh, Chris and like two others with this morning. It was like nine a.m. I came up with this. I was like, okay, here's the deal. And I'm this is not new by any means, obviously. Um, but I was like, okay, COVID nineteen. We don't know where it came from, right? Bat soup. Epstein's dead man switch. COVID is his dead man switch. How and here's here's how it ties in. How would we know the difference? Right? And look at the number one country on the planet that is the absolute worst. Like if 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 you and I were to say, well, what's the end game of the whole thing? Okay, well, the passports, the track and trace everywhere, you know, the the hundred percent monitored lifestyle. Well, who is the worst with that on the planet? Israel. That's a bona fide fact. Like you can't you can't do anything there without I believe it's three, maybe even before now, jabs. Right. And you got you got to have a green QR code to sneeze. Ghislaine Maxwell, Robert Maxwell, Israeli intelligence. He puts all this money into neuroscience, all this stuff. Now we have an mRNA jab that is now being forced all over the place. And Israel's all on board. Like they're like, fuck, yes. Take four of them or get out. Yeah. I don't know. But why would it seems like maybe they're the only ones to know what's going on, perhaps. Despite yeah. the side effects, I'm not seeing the logic as to why Epstein would make that a dead man switch. Oh, well, and this is like what I told Chris. I'm like, we know, like it was on record, like a whole bunch of publications reported on on this ranch that he wanted to do and have all these people pregnant at the same time yeah. to build a master race, to build a master race, mm. to build a master race. What would that look like? The only thing I've seen from the Maxwell trial that I thought was interesting and God forbid you didn't say this on CNBC. Obviously, I'm sure you saw it. But uh, did you see the one victim talk discussing uh, uh, Ghislaine and and Jeffrey's views on people who weren't Jewish? Yes. Did you Did you play that clip? Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, 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 I yes, I did watch it. Isn't that interesting? In, yeah. Very racist. Very racist. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Now we have a DNA altering weapon. Like, I mean, how how does this shit work? Like, who knows? Maybe it's just you know Pfizer wanting to make money. There's, they they already have picture, so much money. Exactly. You know. That's like, why I like, think I think I, something is is on, what's is going on is is is. But the mRNA is, is not about money. It's about something else. No. And the only the only reason money factors into it is as a carrot for all the upper middle management, <laughs> the Fauci's and the Joe Bidens. Right. You little people. You know. Yeah. To and the Trumps, mm-hmm. to and the CEO of Pfizer and all these other people mm. to facilitate the plan, and they can make their nut on the way down, <laughs> right? But it doesn't matter to you because you still control, you know, the banking of the world. You know, you've <laughs> you've you've got a trillion dollars, right? So it's okay. So you don't mind giving a billion to if you if, if it's o- it's okay if some guy thirty rungs below you. Makes an extra ten billion, right? With his company, you know, because it's not about the money. That 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 extra money he's making, so he can hurriedly 
build his underground bunker before the polar ice shift that's that CERN and Harp is engineering. And I see you've got me distracted. Uh, well, the tie-in to climate change is weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I make family meals sometimes at, at, at Rack House. And it's not always kosher. <laughs> and there's this one Jew that works there. And what? He, and How'd you let that happen? He keeps kosher. So I always try to make him, like, be like, hey, man, you want to make you something kosher? Right. You know? Or does he not care? He... Sometimes they'll take me up on it. Sometimes not. I'm right. just I'm just hoping that whenever it goes down and the, they finally decide to slaughter the goyim and mass. Right. As I'm going towards the shoot. Yeah. Getting ready to you know, whatever. He'll see me and be like, no, stop. He's a he's a shabbos goy. He's a good goy. <laughs> and then they'll make me eventually a cook. <laughs> Why did I turn it down? <laughs> and then the head chef for. This, the Jews, right, now, right. Maybe not the head chef, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll be the Shabbos goy who cooks on Sunday. Then one Sunday they come in for their gravlocks and uh, <laughs> and whatever on a schmear. Their locks and bagels, yeah. Their gravlocks on a schmear, and the salmon will have been poisoned. And I'll maybe take 150, maybe 160 Jews with me. Yeah, so that's your master. So then I'm gravy. I know you, and you're gonna poison them all in the well, end. This, no, this is my this is my <laughs> this is my post mid trip plan. That maybe I can get in too tight with the. I, I can work in a you know um, uh, a kitchen a, a temple kitchen. Well, you're gonna have to find what kind of poison you know is not it, that won't be resistant with reptilians. I mean, you'll have to figure out how to. Gonna be tough. It's not like poison a human, man. I'll just spike it with vitamin D. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. In case it's not clear, everything that we do on this program is a joke and should no, not be. This is a work of satire. It is a complete work of satire. Nothing is serious, and we don't believe any of it. Uh, but on a more serious note, it's the juice. Anyways, <laughs> what we do believe in. What yeah, we, what do, we believe do believe in is hydration. That's true. And we can actually there it is. What do we have here, Matt? And you're telling me I brought these over? <laughs> I think it's pronounced Fuiji. Fui no. No. There's Fuji? No Fuji? Well it's probably since it's Italy, it's probably something different. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, you look it up. Let Alexa tell us how it's pronounced. I'm going to put it into YouTube. <laughs> Fuji water pronunciation. CNN. Fu oh, this is it. Yeah. Okay. Here's a CNN bit from seven years ago about this water. Hold on. Let me get this. The CNN clip. Old people There's are dancing. There's a reason the old folks are dancing. They've been drinking again. Not wine or whiskey, but rather something much more simple. Water. The water from the springs of Fuji in the volcanic... Fuji. I was right. Oh, look at you. Yeah. ...hills south of Rome has been famous since the days of the Roman Republic. 
The water is said to dissolve kidney stones, wipe away wrinkles, relieve arthritis and gout, and generally put a spring back in your step. Oh, it's fizzy. Missionary Father Giulio was sent here by his doctor. I have to be sincere. At the beginning, I was very skeptical. Then I decided to come. And I can't tell Look at you, that, it huh? was really a miracle. I have managed to expel 41 kidney stones. This is probably something we should... Lucia drinks it for her kidney stones. And these people are like drinking it right out of the ground here. Um, I'm going to link this in in peace. This is amazing. But, um, yeah, this is probably something that we should drink like you explained the last one. Like where you let it sit for a while and dump it in a, in a cup and all Decant that. Decant it? Yeah. Because look, 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 you can just see the bubbles going up. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's active. It's hot in there. It's a cool visual. That's how it dissolves kidneys down so bad. <laughs> Anything on the bouquet? This is a give that some thought first, but... It really is, you, but... You can hear this water. Listen to that. You can hear this water. You really can't. It's really going, too. <laughs> it's still going, too. Wow. Fuji. Yeah, give us a rundown here. Bottled at the Fuji source, Italy. Sodium-free. Sparkling natural spring water. Low mineral content. 100%, 100% dissolved solids. Fluoride-free, 33.8 <laughs> ounces, one liter. Now, this is a green glass bottle. Um, it is. Just, okay, so so it's it's this, it's basically old world, like, spring water from, like, it's, 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 people once believed this place was magic, whatever it was. Yeah, well, that's what the CNN piece was about. Yeah, dissolving kidney stones and, you know, everybody comes around. It'd be kind of cool. I'd, I'd go to Fuji and try So it, it has uh, Healed University, um, Institute of the University of Rome, La Spenezza, uh, has has a breakdown of the exact mineral content. Yeah, sodium, as, potassium, as we've seen before. Calcium, magnesium. Is there any... So that's very interesting. Oh, there is silica. Silica is the one that decalcifies your pineal gland. Ah. Yeah. So why don't I eat those silica packets that come with a new pair of shoes? Oh, hold on. Look at how many milligrams are in a liter of silica. It's a magic number. Oh. Um, no, did you see this on the other side here? For several centuries, Fuji has been the favorite water of artists like Michelangelo and popes like Boniface. What is that? Five, six, seven, five, five, uh, the Boniface the Eighth, I guess that is. Yeah. My Roman numerals aren't great. Boniface the Eighth. Fuji water, particularly light and delicate, is ideal to accompany the best international cuisine. Oh, so you could eat this like with a burrito. Yeah, sure. Burrito. Burrito. Yeah, it would be good with a burrito. It says international cuisine. We really do. I think to do really appreciate this, we need to pour it into glasses. We really do. You want me to go get some? Or yeah. You? yeah. Oh, sure. I got it. Yeah, they're right up there. Yeah, you, stay you seated. You know they are. Yeah. It's fine. Fucking dick. You're closer. You know where they are. About like three feet. I'm fat and don't like climbing stairs too, man. I'm fatter. I climb those stairs all the time. 
So we got a green bottle. I like the size of the bottle. I I'm not I'm not a fan of the tap. It tapers up very very narrow at the top. But overall, it's glass bottle. Yeah, they haven't been used in a while. That's why they're so dusty. Fwiggy. Oh, cool. What your seltzer? In case I want to get drunk and be gay. I rinsed them out because they were super oh, dusty. Thank you. Sorry. All right, so let's pour. There's very little on the nose, even in the glass. Yeah. What do you got? Can't believe you didn't chill these. They've been here forever. It's incredibly sweet. Wow. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't really have... I mean, I, I, I twirled it around like you did a little bit. And obviously, we've had them open for a couple minutes. The bite of the bubbles is not as bad as other spring waters. Well, that's the thing. It's reminiscent of like an Alka-Seltzer. Right. Like med medicinal. But only because I equate that. With, like, the bubbly fizziness. Right. But it doesn't have the same flavor. It's very sweet. Yeah, that would be perfect for a meal. This is probably good for you. Just to be able to... Because one thing that the fizzy water does is that people don't... Cleanses the palate. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yes. if Whereas you have normal water washing over... Leaving things behind, the fizzy water helps break up flavors yeah. in your mouth and, and what flush is, them away. What does strawberry uh, uh, Bud Light seltzer do for you? Makes you have to pee. This probably does that too. Um, it's not bad. I kind of don't want to judge it for the normal parameters. I know. It's really a class of its own kind of thing. It is. I feel like we should judge it against, what was it, the Vici Catalan. Maybe not even that because that's not sparkling. Uh, yeah, it was. Is it sparkling? The Vici Catalan? The big glass bottle? Yeah. I thought it was just salty. Glass usually comes, or, uh, uh, sparkling usually comes in glass, man. Oh, no, I think, I, well, that was naturally carbonated. This, I they don't... add carbon carbon dioxide to. They add extra extra fizz to this. But the, you're so convinced Fuji? that that one was natural? I, I would think, think it would be this one. No, no, I think that one is naturally carbonated. Because this says sparkling natural, well, I don't know. 
No, look at just look at the nutrition facts. Look it at the says bottom. carbon dioxide added. Yeah. I don't think. Well, let's grab the Vichy. Yeah, ingredients, mineral water, carbon dioxide. So it's added to this too. Okay. Is this uh did you top this off or something? No. Because I thought then no. you took it to work too. I did. I took the one I had to work. That's what you drank out of yours. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is not a good water. Because you did not like it. It's not great. I enjoyed it, but only as a way it would have to be something you sip with a meal. Right. And not, you know. Well, see this, this but this is better than this. If we're if we're going head to head and uh both both great bottles, by the way. Um, this would be a great bottle for bottle rockets. Um if we're going head to head, I like this better than I like that, the Vici. I like the Fu- the Fuji better. Fuji. 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 I've not forgotten. <laughs> um, dissolved kidney stones. Though I should probably, you know, I've I think I've mentioned it on this program before. Kidney stones are like my one fear in life. You've you've mentioned it before, yeah. It's it's truly. I'm definitely afraid of kidney kidney stones. What? I think ice cold, this would be really good. I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, definitely like decanted, poured into a glass. A little, little bit of a sprite kind of feel, but I guess it's just because what you're saying it's so sweet. Uh, well, the effervescence, I think, and the sweetness. I kind of would just let it rest and come back to it in ten minutes and see where we are. Okay, that's why I'm swirling it so vigorously right now. I'm just drinking it because I'm thirsty. And I'm afraid sodium, of sodium content. No sodium. Sodium free. Store in a cool, dry place away from direct heat. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Look up at the re- ingredients list, the one at the very top. It says sodium-free. Well, I don't know how it could be sodium-free when it has it on the... <laughs> how much does it say, though? Where does it say sodium-free? On the opposite of the label. It does. It does, huh? Sodium-free. Where it mentions international cuisine. So I wonder... That's kind of interesting. I wonder. I wonder why... And then it has seven point three milligrams of sodium per liter on the on the very opposite. Maybe it's maybe it's sodium in beverages is classified as like added sodium and not natural sodium. Yeah, but still to say sodium free though? When people say see sodium, they see salt. So it could just be a, a sparkling water with no added sodium. Well, and under nutrition facts it says sodium one point five milligrams in eight fluid ounces. Yeah. So it's there. Zero percent daily value, though, or whatever. So, so maybe that's it? So Well, maybe it's just low enough for them to be like, yeah, sodium-free. Like, a, a drink has sodium if it's con- if it's considered to have this amount, which is weird, though. European laws are usually stricter. I know about that kind of thing. I don't know. That's interesting. I'll have to write in, uh, ask John. He probably knows. That's, that seems like a weird thing that he would know. No agenda with all his wine. Wine knowledge. All right, so I don't know if I want to factor the bottle into it. I like the bottle. 
Bottle's nice. Like that that classic. It's not a green real grabber, but I yeah. Color. It's not, but again, for what it is, right? You're ordering this as a restaurant at a restaurant, and yeah, to sip in between courses or to sip while you eat. Um, low minerals content, total dissolved solids, 142 milligrams a liter. Bottled at the Fuji source. Okay, Italy. so I am going to compare this to San Pellegrino. Really? To make my judgment. Not Vici? No, no. So San Pellegrino being, you go to a restaurant and you order sparkling water. They get if they have it, Pellegrino. it's San Pellegrino. Yeah, typically. Or they have San Pellegrino and then the next one up or something like that. Right. So I'm going to make my judgment not comparing this to Fuji or Fiji or, you know, Yachty water. <laughs> Yachty water. Or Essentia. Or, you know. Yeah. Because this is not alkaline either. Points off though, but it's spring water, so it's it's you know that you have that natural factor to it. So I'm going to co- compare it to San Pellegrino. So San Pellegrino for me is like, do not enjoy San Pellegrino. Um, and they come in flavors. Yeah, yeah. Don't they? Yeah. So we'll say San Pellegrino is a five as far as dining wa- dining waters. This is definitely I like this more than the Vici Catalan. I yeah, I definitely do. As a matter of fact, I would even say because we've had Perrier, whatever that can is, and then these two, the Vici and the Fu, Fu, yeah. Fuji and the Vici. Jeez. Um, I believe those are all the sparkling waters we've had. This is my favorite. And I don't like sparkling waters. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, I warned Hango about that because he sent didn't he send us another one or no? Yeah, he, yeah sent, he sent us the Vici. That's yeah. right. Fuck. Um, I warned Hank about that because he's like, oh, I thought you did. And I was like, no, bro. I fucking hate sparkling water. <laughs> like, they're fake and gay. But uh, but this one, this one though, if he keeps it in this direction, maybe he'll find one we like. <laughs> well, so well, what he's doing is making a step up our game because now we're like, okay, we, we're not. Yeah, now we're kind of slapped in the face with that. Well, we're not. A little bit. We're not comparing it to bottled water. We have to become up. Okay. It's no, a different. Yeah. It's a whole class. It's a different caliber, man. That we're, we're dealing with. It's like Watercast Season 2. The fizzy ones, season two. <laughs> uh, season two, the fizzy ones. It's gonna make you burp. Yeah. Um, it did a minute ago. So yeah, I, I know it's it's it really throw me for a loop because it's not bad, but for the bubbles, but they're much lighter than most fizzy waters. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm very and it doesn't hang in your palate. Like it doesn't hang around it, your mouth after you've swallowed. Grossly, you know. Yeah. It's not bad. I poured myself a second cup here. I'm almost done. Okay, compared to the Vichy Catalan, <laughs> comparing that to San Pellegrino, <laughs> if uh huh, <laughs> if San Pellegrino is like a four or five, this is definitely an eight or a nine. Again. Again, again, here's my parameters. For, here's my thoughts: is this is not a bottle you're gonna that, that you put into the cup holder in your car. It's not a bottle you throw in your purse. Oh right, yeah. To, to for a day at the beach, maybe, but not really. You don't chug this at 3 a.m. when you woke up and yeah, are stoned and, and have dry super mouth. Super thirsty. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is not something you're rehydrating with in the morning as you're going to work hungover. It's not a hydrating water. 
Can we say that? It's not a hydrating water. Well, it's it's not a water. It's not a water that you buy at the convenience store, so you can so you can say, "Hey, I drank some water." Today. Drink on the road trip, right? This is I have it with my meal. Yeah. So there. So things like the bottle shape. I'll tell you what. I'll filibuster. You go whip us up. I don't know some spaghetti or something. Something easy. Bring it back down. Sure. Yeah. And (laughs) can you imagine if we actually ate your food on this program? Hango would kill himself. We'd be taking care of Tank. My food. My food. (laughs) If we ate your, if we ate like, like if you, if you made like your duck or something that you, you know, or your Wellington, and we ate that on the show, yeah, he'd kill himself. If if I brought work (laughs) home with me, exactly. Yeah. But if we were to eat my food, no. If you, yeah. No, we've discussed what that is. I yeah, I don't, and I'm still not on the peanut butter and cheese train. I haven't tried it. It's mulling about in there. It's mulling about in there. Yeah, eventually I'll try it. I'm sure. We'd but be, today's not. The we'd day. be eating peanut butter tacos dipped in chili. I, is what we'd be doing. See, now I don't know if I want to call it Watercast Season 2 or Peanut Butter Tacos Dipped in Chili because who's not going to click on that? Come on. <laughs> I have to get through the, the Holocaust denial and okay, anti-Semitism. So the, a lot of parameters that I, I'm trying to be serious here, but a lot of parameters I bring to Watercast, how I judge the water, mm-hmm, yes, is, is based <laughs> on how it feels in the hand, portability, yeah. bottle shape. I know, the, the but we talked about the this. Bottle. A lot. We talked about this with this one. Those are all almost universally thrown out now. Yes, in because season two. because this is <laughs> this is not something that you buy to take with you for the day. This is something that you order at the be- when you first sit down in a restaurant, right? And it's put into it's opened, and a little bit is poured into your your uh, water goblets, right? And then it's set into an ice bath, yeah, on a little stand next to your table. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wrapped in a towel, yeah, like one of those fancy, you know, cloth napkin linens. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, no, exactly. What your you're waiter about. refreshes your glass every ten minutes. Yeah, you know, in between <laughs> courses. That's what this water is. That's exactly what it is. Um, and it's an entirely different caliber as a result. But this- yeah, okay. So based on uh, San Pellegrino, and um. Other sparkling waters I have compared to the Vichy Catalan, this is this is in a class by itself. I'm going to give this a nine until I may retract that later on if I find something else I like. Or, it's sparkling, more than that. yeah, as a fizzy one that's above it. As far as for the parameters that I've set forth, yeah, but yeah, this is a good. This is a solid eight and a half, nine. This is a. I think I'm there too, man. Like I, I've finished the second cup. It's 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 quite tasty, and the bubbles. Like I said, there's no bite on the bubbles, and there's no aftertaste. It's <laughs> giving it the swirl again there. I just want to get rid of some of the carbonation to see if that changes the flavor at all. It really doesn't. Like this, this is there's like a mouthful in there that's almost flat, and it's there's like nothing. It doesn't really change change the flavor much. I wonder how this mixes with rum. <laughs> maybe that's maybe maybe that's why he started sending fizzy ones, and he's just like these idiots won't catch on. <laughs> Anyway, uh, fantastic water. Uh, it is. I, I really it is. do like this. Yeah. And shouts out to the Hango Show. Again, I was supposed to book it, but uh, yeah, the Hango Show on Tripod Broadcasting. It's good for what ails you. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. 
I'm gonna save this for later. I'm, this is another one I'm taking into work tomorrow to share with a sommelier. Yeah. So see what he thinks. Yeah, I did the same thing with the Vichy Candelan, and um, we were both we we liked it. But this is a uh, this is different, and um, I like the fact it's not salty. Right. The Vichy Catalan was salty. A little bit, yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Oh. Hiccups and burps. It is bubbling. Um, and that's why you tune in to, to Tripod Broadcasting's number one flagship show. That's right. Give that some thought. Yeah. For the hiccups and burps. <laughs> the, far, the farts and the foulness. It, that's true, yeah. Well, did, we, we did all the second half of show stuff all, all, in, all in the first half. Yeah, well. Talking about Maxwell and shit. Uh, you got any good fart jokes lately? Like, what's the what's the protocol here? <laughs> no, solid water, Hango. Thank you. Thank you for sending that. I'm trying to think of a joke. I can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. They have to come organically. Two Jews walk into a bar. <laughs> they buy the joint. <laughs> Now, now, now. We hate gays, too. We got to spread the love. (laughs) Spread the hate. It can't be on one group. That's what I've noticed. If it's on all of them, then people don't, you know. Okay. All right. It's like, you know, who's going to deplatform us? Sure. Like, the Jews are never going to join with the blacks. Like, come on. (laughs) You know? So, if we hate them both equally, then we're kind of safe from deplatforming. It's these guys that go after one, you know, they're like, oh, I hate Jews, you know, or I hate blacks or, you know, white power. Like they go for one of these controversial messages. No, no, no. All of them. All of them at once. Mm-hmm. Then who, who's going to come after you? Because nobody will take you serious. GTST. See you next week. No. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. I'm trying to get on uh, the no agenda stream. God, that's probably not going to happen. If it happens, it happens. It'd be cool. It'd be real cool. Yeah. It'd be real cool to share the same hyperspace airwaves as uh, the guy who invented freaking podcasting. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Anyways. Well. I don't know. You got any old business? Damn, we used to do like two hours, man. <clears throat> what happened to us? Yeah. It's very tiresome, though. I don't, I don't find it tiresome, but I, well, I, not the show. The cap is mean... still on that. He's trying to pour himself another don't, pour don't, of, come the, on. of the Fuji. The cap out. is still on out. it. I'm cutting this out. This is this is it's my as pre- he pours. It's my uh, prerogative as an editor to cut out stuff that makes me look uh, like a you dumbass. Mean as an editor. Don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know if Hango knows if I do this or not, but but the two times I've been on his show, I definitely like cut out my own pauses to me <laughs> to make me to make yourself look better. Well, oh, you know, fucking narcissist. What are you gonna do? I I don't make any other cuts other than that on Jesse or or Hango's show. They send me and up it goes, man. Hmm. But uh, yeah, when I'm on, I'm like, I'm oh, gonna give this one a listen before it goes up. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, what are you going to do? And, you know, I'll put this out there. I'm looking for new content. I want to bring some new shit to Tripod. Okay. So if you're out there and you think you can do this, and maybe, God forbid, you want to do this, shoot us an email. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you up there. It's not hard. 
It really isn't. And uh, Jesse, like I said, Jesse's Jesse's on like 20, 21, 22 now, and they just keep interviewing people, man. Like I don't, I mean, and they're they're, I mean, it's not like celebrities or you know huge names or whatever, but all kinds of people. They they the episode I put up today was some guy who used to work with uh, Stephen Crowder. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they got. I'm like, oh. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, you know, it's not hard. Is what I'm saying. Just just throw something together. Why not? Do it reg do it regularly. Regularly. Yeah. Regularly. That means in an interval, Aaron. We've given you all um, the examples of how not to do a podcast. It's true. <laughs> do the opposite of GTSD and yeah. you'll be you'll, you'll be successful. Ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, anyways. So I was just looking at this YouTube YouTube suggestions over here. I get I get a lot of um like study music type suggestions lately because a couple of weeks ago like ambient music to listen to in the background. Yes, yes, but on YouTube. Um Let me see, I'll cut out some of this dead air, but but a couple of weeks ago I got this uh Oh God! What was this called? It's a seven-hour and forty-one-minute-long YouTube video, and the title is "Playlist to Study Like a Medieval Philosopher Having the Truth Revealed by Divine Grace." Yeah, and it was it was suggested to me one day, and so I clicked it. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it picked up where I was, and that's two hours in. Like I listened to it for two hours while I was working. Just why not? I get these sometimes too. And it's all binaural beats, Fuck guaranteed. No. It, it's binaural beats, like under underpinning all that. It's like feeding you some sort of AI algorithm. Like this one, you think so? Yeah, I think that's all. All that. Yeah, interesting. I do. Okay. I do. Like that's why I, when people are like, "Oh, binaural beats to help you sleep and like help you drift oh, off." Oh, I would never do. And, yeah, and, like, yeah. You know, do not ASM, listen to YouTube while you sleep. ASMR and all this other shit. And I'm like, is is that really what 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 that's about, or is that AI trying to? To well, just train your brain while you're it's in a delta wave state. Right, Sleep, sleeping sleeping with with another influence on like that's not that's not a good idea at all. Yeah, it should be. Uh, I think quiet. you should turn your Wi-Fi off when you sleep. I mean, people think I'm crazy for that, but you shouldn't have Wi-Fi in the first place. But well, I'm working on that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, never never fall asleep. Occasionally, I'll fall asleep listening to the Bible, but I'll put it on a timer. Yeah, I'll set it. You know, like if I'm really tired and I just want to like drift into the beyond with the scriptures, I'll I'll play it and I'll set the timer for like sleep timer for like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But never, ne- I try not to. Sometimes I'll fall asleep while I'm doing something or whatever, and then and then we. Matter of fact, the other day I did that. I did. I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to something real wacky. It was like Eon Byte or you know one of these you know real really far out shit, mm-hmm. and and I'm listening to it and then I fall asleep. And then I woke up probably like four or five hours later because apparently, and I, I don't believe I ever had this. I don't know if this is something new or if I turned it on by mistake in Pocket Cast or something. I, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. But uh, and by the way, I don't recommend Pocket Cast anymore because it doesn't have all the podcasting 2.0 features. But I was in the middle of a no agenda episode. So I woke up at like 4 a.m. to like John and Adam just doing their shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it like really like jarred me for a second because. Like I said, I fell asleep listening to one thing on one topic and then obviously slept and then woke up and was right in the middle of no agenda. And it was just like, 
very jarring at like yeah. 3, 4 in the morning, whatever it was. But I really try and avoid doing that because, I don't know, man, those frequencies, it's a frequency battle. It is. Yeah. Everything's yeah. a frequency battle. Yeah. Um, and not, not in some new age QAnon 369 bullshit way, but, you know... Like I said, there's videos on YouTube. You can you can pull up videos on YouTube where, where they play Beethoven for plants and they play metal for plants. And Beethoven makes them grow way better. So, you be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my theory. Um, well, somebody did reply to the message I sent about if you want us to talk about something. Yeah, it was just, just, just Lane Maxwell. Oh, which we did talk about. Ango said, "Yeah, the Maxwell challenge." <laughs> and then Chris sent a sticker. No, I sent it to a private chat uh, that Aaron was in, and he said he he sent a list of things. And we're not going to talk about any of these. He said Omicron and the push to get three shots. And eh, I'm kind of already dead. The baseball lockout. <laughs> Fuck no, not talking about that. The stalwart faith of your friends. He's referring to himself. Next year's Lord of the Rings show, I'm not familiar. Isn't that Amazon's going to make everybody gay or something? Or Amazon's going to make everybody black and gay. Yeah. Awesome. And then the best breakfast cereal. That actually might be kind of interesting. Where are you at on breakfast cereals, man? I don't partake. I don't really either, but do you have one that you'll occasionally buy a box when you're in the supermarket like, because you're like, I like this breakfast yeah. cereal? Is it a little treat for yourself? Sugar, no? milk, and, and, and <laughs> wood chips don't do well with my stomach. You know, I'm not trying to be tied to a toilet at yeah. 11.45 in the morning <laughs> for about 25 minutes, trying to get rid of Lucky Charms that I ate. <laughs> but if I had to pick a breakfast cereal... All that aside, right, yeah. Where would you be at? Now, it's a breakfast cereal I can eat guilt-free. Mm. Meaning I'm not taking into account what it does the to my The calories or the time on my the, gut, on the commode, right? <laughs> the roof of my mouth, you know, that sort of thing. Because if you remember... You really in, don't like cereal, in the do early day, In the early days of the show, one of my favorite snacks, stoner snacks, uh-huh. was to make myself a big bowl. Like a, a big bowl. Like, I'm, t- I'm talking about like a serving bowl you would set down mashed potatoes in for a family of six to eat. <laughs> For a meal. <laughs> okay, so four-quart bowl. Got it. <laughs> Full of Captain Crunch. <laughs> I don't remember this, but it sounds like you. Add milk, and then a scoop of ice cream on top. Oh, my God. And eat that. I I used to... Wow. I used to, like... That used to be a, a my jam, like, ten years ago. God, I'm glad I haven't discovered that, because that, that actually... I'd probably go for that. <laughs> Dude, it... Vanilla ice cream? Uh, you are, you are. Yeah, it's probably. No, I'm. You, I you have diaper rash the next day. <laughs> but it tastes so good. Diaper rash. Don't be rude. No. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really eat cereals either. I don't eat much for breakfast, and if I do, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Eggs, man. Egg, every day. Oh, I was gonna say pussy, but okay, oh. eggs. Yeah, <laughs> eggs. Now always eggs. Okay. I, I love eggs, man. They're the best. They're the best. They're one of the best foods. They really, they truly are. Just eggs by themselves. Breakfast cereal. If I'm gonna pick a breakfast cereal, my favorite breakfast cereal. Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. 
Okay. All right. Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. With Crunch Berries. Is, it, now, is that a separate? Is that a, is that like a Captain Crunch 2 or is there... No, you have Cap, regular Captain Crunch. Okay. Which is the yellow stuff. Okay. You have Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. Uh-huh. Which is like the purple and blue. Mixed in. Mixed in. Yeah. You have Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. Okay. Surprised you don't go with that. Pretty good. <laughs> and then you have... So Captain Crunch then. Captain Crunch Just... Oops All Berries. <laughs> Dude, Which is a are real you being thing. Serious? No, it's a real thing. Okay, and it's just the berries. Oops! Oh, oh really? Ew, gross. Is that good? They're not real berries. It's just Captain Crunch. No, I know. I know. I, I've had way. the Captain Crunch. Yeah, with silly berries or whatever it is. Crunch berries. But if it's, but the all berry one that can't be. Is that good? I, I like I said. <laughs> it's Captain Crunch colored and flavored. It's a slightly different way. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, probably Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries would probably be my favorite. That's fair. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is, is another good Cinnamon one. Cinnamon toast, toast Crunch is good, yeah. Yeah. Just because that flavor. It's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's you know, chemicals out of a conglomerate's asshole. Yeah. But Regular <laughs> ass Frosted Flakes. I haven't had those in forever. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks are pretty good. I like what is it? They're 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 like the square pillows, but they're they're the consistency and flavor of Rice Krispies. You know what I'm talking about? They're like rice. Maybe they're like rice checks or something. I don't know. I, we don't really even buy cereal, so good. Yeah, we only eat, we eat eggs a lot of time for breakfast. Good. It's a. It's, Breakfast cereal is it's a, real bad for has you. been and always will be a way for these giant food corporations to, <laughs> to get sell scraps. to get rid of industrial waste <laughs> is what it is, and they're going to dress it up with soy and wheat and sugar. You throw enough sugar on, you know, a pile of aluminum and phosphate or whatever, you know, aluminum fluoride, and you can make it taste good and palatable. So, yeah. Breakfast cereals are from even from original cornflakes. It's just a way for these large food conglomerates to get rid of to like get rid said, of a giant slightly edible byproduct. Yes, they're <laughs> yeah. scrapped. Yeah, and 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 then find profit profitability where you know the day before there was none. So we need to figure out how to do that on the show. Uh, I can feel my kidney stones dissolving with every sip. Oh, good. <laughs> so this music re- reminds me of a movie I recently watched. Oh yeah, what was that? The Last Duel. Not familiar. Do tell. It's uh, the Last Duel. Yeah, Matt Damon. Okay. Adam Driver. Okay. Ben Affleck. Okay. And it's a period piece set in the 1300s. Really? Yes. About like dueling, I guess? Well, these two friends who, because of aristocracy and land titles and mergers and acquisitions. Middle Ages shit. In the yeah. Middle Ages. Yeah, I get it. Of lords and titles and stuff like that become enemies. Okay. And then they duel. And it's set and it's told from like the point of view of three different characters. Okay. Right. And it's like this love triangle kind of thing. Mm. Very good. You might enjoy it. Maybe I'll check it out. Two and a half hours long. I haven't watched a movie in a long time. It'd be a decent movie. Um, 
there's actually another one here. Let me see if I can. <laughs> this is the one I was listening to the other day. Let me see if I can find the title. We don't need to listen to the, this music. Okay. It's a different one. James, I'm fine. It's a different one. Cool. <laughs> don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. Oh, yeah. One hour. Oh, this is the one I sent you. You probably didn't listen. No, no. One, one hour of Chad Orthodox chants to redeem your soul. Yeah, at least pull it up. <laughs> Not a fan. It's a, it's a little. It's a little too Constantinople <laughs> for you. Well, it's yeah. It's a little bit too Istanbul, if mm. you know what I mean. <laughs> a little bit too browned and sandy. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of that in there. You know. But you know this one. This, oh, this one's only an hour and twenty four. Oh, only an hour twenty four. As opposed to like you know. Is that? Imagine. Like, is it Italian? They're saying. I don't know. I was just trying to tell, but. But imagine there were like record players in like 1350, <laughs> and you throw on one of those when you're like, you know, and you're doing your marital duties to your wife. Like that's got to be like. That is such a mood right there. I. Uh, I sent this link to. Like, hold on, babe. I know you're all hot and bothered right now, but there's some eunuch baritones you need to really listen to right now. I sent this. Uh, it's from Drivers Valley for the Meek um, Telegram channel. And it's Russian-Faith.com article. Uh, top Russian bishop, global elites trying to destroy the image of God in humans... Russia faces quote historic decision, and then there's a video, uh, I get, which is I guess of of his sermon, mm-hmm. and it's in it's in Russian. So here's a translation. But he he uh, he basically says like yeah, it's a transhuman future and it's like anti god. What I've been saying shit. for several years. Yeah, yeah. But like I, it's it's Satan trying to to breed the soul, the ability for yeah. humans to have souls. Yeah. Trying, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 I sent it to my buddy uh, who doubts that sort of thing, and I said. Uh, I said, damn, man, maybe I should be Russian Orthodox. Like, they go hard in the paint over there, man. Like, talking about transhumanism from the pulpit, I'm all in. I don't even care if I can't understand it. Why would you be Russian Orthodox after after having this over a decade of friendship with me? Yeah. They're fi- the Russian Orthodox Church is finally now catching up to what I've been saying <laughs> for But years. you don't have a church. You don't even go. You should. You need a body of believers, man. Because, because it's, you know... I'm not yeah. about building kingdoms. I'm about spreading the word. I don't need to have a church to preach from. Uh, I don't not, need to build a kingdom. I'm just going to spread the word. That's not what the Bible says. And, uh, you know, he's, so he's saying, he's saying what I've been saying for years is that, oh, no, that's the end game. That's yeah. part of the end game Yeah, is to get rid of your ability to have a redeemable soul, mm-hmm. to corrupt man to such a degree that he can no longer be saved. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that is how 
it happens is a, is a melding with machines because because once you're more you know silicone sentience than you are carbon sentience if you will yeah <laughs> to, to get very simple then then yeah I don't, I don't i don't think and and it really makes me wonder because it's like well as an individual on an individual level because you know you can talk grand and like okay singularities and whatever else but it's like on an individual level how far is too far um and i think about this all the time but somebody sent me a video with some um interview with somebody or whatever and he's like he's like we're already transhuman and he picks up his phone like this you know and he, hold, he holds it up what he says and he's like he's like people don't understand we're already transhuman because of everything we rely on for these things is so much a part of our lives and i was like that's true but like how far is too far <laughs> you know and 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 if you think of it in the context of sin then that's the wrong question always to ask mm-hmm. how far is too far you know what i mean so it's like but you can't <laughs> I guess you could, but, but it'd be really hard to just be like, okay, well, I'm done. I'm done with the machine. I'm trying. I'm taking steps every day to be more and more done with it. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, like, you know, no, I, I think about that all the time, all the time. <laughs> and I really, I really try and uh, search the scriptures and get an idea for, for how this is supposed to work because yeah, everything's online. And, and, you know, the way I've been posing it to my friend is I'm like, well, I mean, we'll know, we'll know when it's too far for Christians, when a global digital idea is required, like, <laughs> you know, which given anybody's estimates, I don't know, five years, 10 years, whatever, who cares? But that's what I think about all the time is, and, and now it's like, I'm going to be in a position where if I wake up tomorrow and it's global digital ID, it's required, my life doesn't have to be that drastically different than it was every day I try and do something to where my life will be less abrupted by that change mm-hmm. when, when it happens and I do think I do think I think the timeline we're definitely years out sometime between now and 2030 probably but that's my goal you say how far is too far I think too far is the point you wake up and realize what the plan is and what's really going on. And once yeah. you wake up to it and you realize, oh, that's okay, that's it, that's too far. Hmm. It's one of the reasons why I'm drawing the line on the vaccine. Like, no, I'm not taking it. Yeah. You know? Because when I first get, picked up a smartphone, I didn't realize that, oh, that was too far. Right. When I first made a Facebook account, when, you know, when I first got on Reddit. Are you trying to walk it back, though? Anything? Are you taking any steps to walk it back? Um, they're good for your soul. I'll tell you this. I'll look you in the eye and tell you this. They're good for your soul. Every time I make one, yeah. it's, you know. There are definitely definitely ones I could I could do and walk back. You could. You could. Um, yeah, definitely. But you, you know what they are. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Um, yeah. It's rewarding. It really is. Um, and I, and I think we have to do it. I think we really have to do it because there's all this talk, you know, and like Andrew Torb over there at, at, at Gab, he's the owner of Gab, you know, and I really like Andrew Torb. I really do. You know, he, he, the views that he says, he, he brings them from the Bible, which I really appreciate. Uh, but he is post millennial. Um, 
and he recently had an article about the metaverse, you know, and it, and it said Christians should prepare for the metaverse. Now, and if I wrote an article entitled Christians should prepare for the metaverse, it would be very different than this one was because the note that he ended on was Christians need to be ready to use this platform for Christ. Uh-huh. And I was like, sure. Mm, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't want to find myself in those shoes. How many preachers in 2002 were like, we need to find a way to use this oh, AOL yeah. Yeah. to preach for Jesus? Mm-hmm. And now it's all just, yeah, I know. We need to make our own human, radio human stations. Human trafficking and advertising. We need to have our own TV channels for Jesus. Right. Now, what do those TV channels do? Mm. What do those radio stations do? Mm-hmm. And and my argument is the internet is, is, is headed that way. I mean, I think it already is. Yeah, but, yeah. But it doesn't matter the amount of scripture you can look up online anymore. There's no reason to have it. <laughs> There's no reason to have that powerful, that fast of a source for even what is claimed to be infinite knowledge. Like we forget, like what did the snake offer Eve? Like you will be like gods. Yeah. And we like to think of that in some like ancient sense and like, Oh, you know, it was cosmic and it, and it was whatever. But like, think about that. Knowing good. So, it- so the fact that this is being sold to us is the same thing. The internet is being sold to us is the same thing. You'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Right. You'll be all-powerful and have access to all sorts of information. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. I, I, I think that, that sales pitch, at the very least, should give us great pause. Yeah, probably. But. Anyway, find us at our website. <laughs> but no Facebook. We're not doing this shit no more. Um, I deleted mine. But you can, you know. Ebels and my Delta 8, they'll be uh, code GTST on either one for the highest discount possible. Um, keep keep the lights on here, or, or the oil lamps, as it were, at Tripod, Tripod 1. Anyways, Matt, you got anything else? I don't think so. How, how much more of these chants you want to listen to? Let me see if this fizzy water has Can you changed see if, see, if, see if you've got a different, uh, different take on it? When it's flat, it's about the same for me. Less sweet, more minerality. Much more minerality. You think? Yeah. Maybe because I've been drinking it all along. Yeah, I get that a little bit. Yeah, more more, more minerality on the back end when it's flat. The, the side and back, the side back of the tongue, mm-hmm. which is a major major flavor spot. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting subtle notes at, so I can I can tell like it has more minerality. Listen there. to this guy. You'd never know he smokes. Well, you know. There's, there's, there are different flavor points in the mouth no, I, I, and yeah. the throat. I'm not disputing you. In which flavor comes through? It just usually smokers don't really talk about the flavor points. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Must you? <laughs> It's pretty good water. And it's it's not too bad for sparkling water. It's yeah. really not. I mean, not, you know, what? About a third left, maybe? It's on it's, it's, it's on a different level. But, uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And it's good. I enjoyed it. Um, thanks, yeah, Hango. I'm, yeah, thanks, Hango. We, we appreciate you. We appreciate your show. We appreciate uh, everybody on the Tripod Broadcasting Network and, and those who uh, 
who contribute and those who listen because, uh, you know, it's a community of people. It is. Uh, and if you've listened to this entire program, you're here now. You've agreed with uh, or enjoyed what we have to say. Hop up on Telegram. Get yeah, up on the official. Yeah. Give that some thought. Um, you, you can shout at me. What did, I changed my username again. What is, what is it now? Hail Christ, I think. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's Hail underscore Christ. You can reach out to me on Telegram. Hail underscore Christ. Um, <laughs> and I will uh, I will vet you to be added to the GTSD Inner Circle. Yeah. Which is a private group. And uh, we discuss a lot of different things on there. And, you know, just but but just... Here's what this podcast has done for us. It's, it's given us a small, small group of people, friends and family. A fantastic community. Who who we come together and we realize that there are a lot more people like us in the world. And we're not, um, it's it's not us versus the roar of Twitter and the stupidity of Facebook. Yeah. And the, 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 the uh, what's the word of Instagram? This, just the. No, Instagram. The zeitgeist. No, the the frivolity of Instagram. Ooh, you know? Yeah, yeah. My God, it's the that the, there are people out there um, that you're not alone in facing this beast system. You're not alone in 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 feeling as though you are alone. There are people yeah, out there who yeah. who understand, who get it, and can see what's going on. So, uh, you know. Cheers to that. Don't don't give up hope. Don't give up. Uh, uh, don't think that you're alone. You're not. There are people out there that like you, like me, like Addison, like our friends, and um, yeah, we. Uh, and never forget, you can take steps back. You can. Personally, you always can. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, you know, because truly, things do seem <laughs> dark and weird, and ominous, and and unknowable, and whatever else. But, but you can take steps back. You really, really can. You don't think you can when they're suggested because it's like, oh, wait a second. But, and and I, I mean, you know, I've been talking about it for a while and I, I flirted with it for a while and my businesses and blah, 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 blah. But I when I deleted Facebook, it, it felt really nice. It felt really nice to just be untethered by that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it really did. So think about these things. Think about these things. You can do them. You don't think you can, but you can. And there are drastically other solutions i waste plenty of time on telegram now it's great <laughs> or there's mastodon there's all there's all kinds of other solutions you know to things that that will like i said you can take steps back for sure well i guess that's it i guess that about does it thanks for listening everybody out there in audio land Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. I wonder how this mixes with rum. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.